0: In this story, I wanted to speak to what happens when mentoring is not spoken about. It's often silent. It's communicated through modeling. I had a really powerful experience at a community I lived in, and it wasn't from the teachers who who led the workshops and who, who offered teachings. It was from the cook. So I hope you enjoy this surprising tale of mentoring.
1: Welcome to The Compass, Adventures in Mentoring Men. These aren't just remarkable peak moments and short stories of success, but potent morsels. Soulful tales of men facing real challenges as told through the eyes of a mentor. Identifying info is changed to protect the privacy of men and their families in these digitally precarious times. As you listen, may you be enlightened moved, and most of all, begin to trust the compass of your own wild and wise heart.
0: When I was 25, I found myself living at a yoga ashram in British Columbia. I had graduated university. I I, I didn't know really what my future entailed or what to do, and I received a bit of like a just coincidental calling to go to this place had never been before. And uh, it was a really formative time in my life. I was there for about one and a half years. and the the ashram was maintained in large part by a core group of around fifteen individuals who were mainly older, who had committed to living at the ashram, living the teachings and and serving the community. And then there were, there were various people like my age who would come in and work for a few months at a time or, yeah, in my case, years at a time. Um, you know, learning about the yogic path and, and, and how to be a service and, and learning about the, the act of karma yoga, which is, in essence, about selfless service and transforming myself through, through work as selfless service. And so I found myself working in the garden at times, um, editing the online digital newsletter, uh, making beds, cleaning bathrooms. And and for a good year, I, I worked consistently in the kitchen. And at the ashram, they had hired a man from the outside to work in the kitchen. And, and his name is Gary Sly. And, and Gary... You know, um, had two kids. His wife was a social is a social worker, and you know I learned so much from this man, and I would definitely call him a mentor. And yet, there was never one moment when he sat down in a moment of like deliberate mentorship. It was this process of uh, over a year just being around him he first of all if you've ever worked in a kitchen before it's a high stress environment and this is a yoga ashram and and not that it's high stress but there's a lot of a lot of people coming through sometimes 150 at a time uh, in the summer months when there's running courses and you know famous yoga teachers are there and you know having good organic food um is a big important part of of what the ashram provides and I never once saw Gary stressed. Volunteers would come. You know, these were like people who were signed up for, say, a two-week course. And they would be assigned to help in the kitchen. And I once saw a woman come in who just seemed like so frail and unsure of herself. And I'm sure she was at the ashram to kind of reclaim her connection to herself and her power. And she came in kind of meekly saying that she was here to help. And, and Gary just, like, didn't skip a beat. He, you know, he said, oh, have you ever made muffins before? And and she actually said no. She's like, I don't cook. And the way he treated her, he treated her as if um, she could do it. And he handled her uncertainty with such grace Um. That she was able to make muffins for like a hundred people, which is like a pretty stressful task. And, and the same woman, I believe, the next day came in to make scones. <laughs> you know, again, she's pretty stressed out. They were a flop, a huge flop. A hundred people for lunch. And all the scones are burnt. And uh Gary was just so happy to just break out rice cakes for everyone. And like, no worry. And and here was a man who who wasn't steeped in the yogic path, but just embodied this beautiful trust in people and a joy in cooking that I've never seen before. and And there was this kind of um, mentoring through osmosis that I learned from him, where where cooking became a joy for me and 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 an excitement. Um, and I think that was such an important and powerful form of mentoring for me to experience was again this this Mentoring through osmosis—that just by being around him, I—it was like his way began to seep into my bones. And I guess it's—you uh, know—reminds me to this day. It's important to keep in mind who uh, who I keep company with, because there is this, this mentoring by osmosis.
1: Thank you for your most precious resource, your time and attention. I hope you take something to heart from this tale as told by our guest mentor, perhaps daring to trust your own compass, gathering the allies you need and a mentor or few, perhaps finding them in unlikely places, all to help you find your own true way through this bewildering world. And you can find me and our guest tending to a community of extraordinary men committed to growing in leadership and love at PowerfulAndLoving.com. Till next time, wishing you all the power and all the love.